0: I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, hello, beautiful. So good to see you. Can you believe that we are Halfway through 2020, is that crazy pants or what? I mean, seriously, we are at the six month mark and what a wild ride! Like, what a crazy roller coaster. I'm, I'm a positive person, so I tend to feel like all of this is bringing out the better good of everybody that come out of everything that's happened as better people, right? Listening, learning, and hopefully just loving each other more. All right. So we're talking about understanding your marketing. And first of all, when the concept of marketing first came about, like back, we won't go back to like the 1800s or anything like that, but let's just bring it back to like when mainstream marketing was happening around like the 1950s, right? And commercials came about and commercials were actually not too expensive at first, right? Given the way things were. But considering that there were only three channels, most businesses went from having two minutes to talk about their product and why their product was better to having 30 seconds. Because remember, there were only a few channels back then, like two, four, and seven. Those were the only channels that we had, not like all of the channels that we have now. And so the big brands, what they did is they developed slogans to kind of make their brand more memorable and to really connect with their audience. And so that the audience would would choose them okay so why is this important with advertising why is this important with marketing because this is what's known as C&R advertising it's creative and repetitive okay and what that means is when the brands these big brands what they're doing is they're actually continuing to say their message over and over again and think some of these brands like that Maxwell commercial that was like 20 years ago, and it's still stuck in our head, right? That's the same reason that a song has a hook, right? Like I just sang the 8675309, right? I cannot remember certain people's phone numbers, family members' phone numbers, without looking it up in my phone, but I remember this phone number of who knows who. <laughs> from 20 years ago from a stranger because the phone number was in a song that played over and over again as I was roller skating, right? (laughs) All right. So that's the power of repetition. And the reason I'm telling this to you is because A lot of times we think that we need to recreate our marketing, that we need to keep on coming up with a new hook or a new angle or talking about it. I do think that there's times that you need to freshen it up and talk about your services in a new way so people can relate to it. Because sometimes the words that we're using are kind of like industry jargon where, you know, we use terms like ombre and brow lamination and all of these things that sometimes the clients don't know what we're talking about, right? It sounds like a foreign language to them. This is what's really key when you are repetitive with your marketing. Then two things happen one, the client starts to remember you more and it activates what's in the brain called the reticular activating system. Okay, it activates this familiarity. These words are tough for me today. <laughs> they are familiar with your brand, right? The more they get familiar with your brand, the more they see you the more they associate good feelings with you, especially if your content is valuable, and then they feel good things about your brand. They start to know you. They start to like you and they start to build trust with you. Okay. Just by keeping which sounds crazy and it sounds counterproductive, but keeping a repetitive message. Sometimes you think that, Oh, I've said that. And therefore the client has already heard it. And I'm not going to say it again. This is why I tell you, and I tell my students, you can post something that you posted a month or two ago, and you're going to get a new a group of audience that's seeing it. One, because people don't remember everything that you posted, just like they don't remember what you wore three weeks ago. They don't remember your clothes and stuff like that. We think, oh my gosh, they're going to think I just posted that. We think, oh, they're going to think I was just wearing that outfit, but people don't because they're distracted by their own life, right? But even so, sometimes people will say, oh, I'm so glad you posted that again. That that I really like that, right? And you can call it a throwback Thursday or whatever you want, but repetition. That's what I want you to understand about that, okay? So big companies started using repetition in their marketing. And since this time, I really think that the problem with the slogans is the marketing has gone downhill. Meaning because we just started Trying to convey the value of what we do with a slogan. And that's not enough, right? There's more to marketing than just having a slogan. Oftentimes, the slogan doesn't really even talk anything about what you do. I'm loving it does not tell you that that's a hamburger, right? Or that that is a place that your kids will want to go and play. Like that slogan doesn't really define the brand. So, really thinking about how your marketing is defining your brand. And we're going to dive into this just a little bit. So when you look at your marketing, if you can say about your marketing, well, I would hope so. If you can use the phrase, well, I would hope so, then that means your message is not resonating with your client. So for example, people will say, we use the highest quality. We have fair prices. We have the best customer service. Well, I would hope so. right? Because does anyone want to go to a place that doesn't have good customer service, that doesn't use high quality pigments or products or equipment or anything like that? No, but we think that they are sometimes points of difference, but they're not always enough to convey the value of what you do. So when you are looking at your marketing whether that is on your social media, whether that's in a brochure, whether that's on your website, I want you to read through it and ask yourself, would you read it and say, well, I would hope so, right? I would hope that you would offer those things. I would hope that you would have, you know, if you were to get, go to someplace and they're like, we offer quick service and you're like, well, I would hope so. I wouldn't hope that you would take extra time dilly dallying. So that's the, well, I hope so evaluation. The other thing is, could your competitors say the same thing, right? So if you're looking at your marketing and it doesn't stand out, and this is really important because remember that a lot of times when the customer, the potential client cannot see the difference between your brand and the competitor's brand, it comes down to the least common denominator, right? If all things look equal, the least common denominator is price. So this is where you get frustrated because you're like, ah, I keep on getting people that are like price shopping or, you know, they're not really seeing the value of what I offer, right? They're not seeing the value in your marketing, right? So a lot of times your marketing is really two parts. There's the strategic marketing and kind of the tactical marketing. The strategic marketing is really all about your message. It's about how what you say, how you convey your value. It's going to be answering objections. It's going to be all of the strategic way of thinking about how you are going to set yourself apart in the market to get clients, right? It's all of the things about your brand and all of the things that the customer wants that you are conveying with your market. That's strategic. That's where you really have to do some thinking, okay? The tactical marketing is placing the ads. It's building the website. It's maybe doing social media. It's doing trade shows. It's doing any of those things. That's when you actually get in and do the marketing. And so many times I hear beauty business professionals that are focused on the tactical they're like well I do Facebook ads well I do I go tell me about your marketing they say well I do I post on social media almost daily I also I have my website I probably need to update it but I do that right they start telling me about all the tactical things they're doing which is great However, if you don't have the strategic part of your marketing, it doesn't matter. You could be spending, you know, thousands of dollars on Facebook ads and still feeling like it's not working because the strategic part of your marketing message is not dialed in. It's not working. Okay. So we haven't done kind of like the deeper work, right? Everybody wants to get to the doing and not really the thinking about the preparation that comes before the doing. So what you say in your marketing and how you say it is as important as where you say it, okay? So I'm going to take a sip of water. I'm going to say that again, all right? What you say in your marketing and how you say it is as important, probably even more important than where you say it. So, so many times we're focused on doing instead of really thinking about how we are conveying our message, right? Both are important, right? You need both. Obviously, you can't just do all the strategy and never do. Both are important, but the real leverage comes in the message itself and how that message is connecting with your clients. So I like to say, and you might have heard this expression, that marketing is the story you tell before you sell what you need to sell. So marketing is a story you tell before you sell what you sell. Does that make sense? Because sometimes people think that marketing is selling. And marketing and selling are two separate things. Actually, the job of marketing is that if you do a good job at marketing, you don't really need to do like a hard sale. People always think like selling, oh, that feels sleazy. That feels like I don't want to put pressure anyone, that type of thing. But remember, if you're doing a good job with your marketing, then there's you've already conveyed the value. You've answered some of their objections, right? So the purpose of of marketing is to help the prospective clients to really make a decision so they see the value and then they're able to make a better decision. And remember, as humans, right, we all want to make good decisions. As humans, we all want to know that we got a good value and that we didn't make a bad decision, right? So that's why we do research and we, you know, try to make sure that we're making a good decision. But I want you to think about your marketing. And think about, is it clear to your audience the value? Are you conveying the value, right? Are you speaking to their needs? Are you speaking to their objections, right? Their fears, their frustrations. We know that people want and need your beauty services, but they need to be educated, okay, on your beauty services. So a lot of times we think that just putting before and after pictures kind of shows the difference, but remember the clients don't see things the way we see it. We have studied it. So we know the nuances between, you know, what is better and what's not as good. They might be able to see some things, but they don't know all of the details on why you're better. And so this is why you really have to take time to educate. And so your marketing should be educating the client, right? It should start with some empathy saying, I understand what your frustration and your pain and why you're wanting to have the service, whether it's acne or whether it's brows or whatever the service you offer, you are empathizing with them. You understand where they're at. Next thing is you are educating them on the difference between you and maybe the other competitors down the street and why it's better so that they can feel confident that they're making a good decision right? So they can feel confident that knowing that you are the right choice. And again, you're giving the perspectives what they want, and you're communicating it in in a way that's going to get their attention, and you're going to earn their trust, and it's going to cause them to take action. Okay? So is your marketing positioning your services or products in a desirable way okay is it really juicy or is it like "Mm, that's nice like are you in the lover zone or are you in the friend zone (laughs) so look at your marketing and see are you in the love zone or the friend zone right is it desirable right that's what i mean by that are you really making them want to take action here's the harsh truth okay if it feels like you're always competing on price. Then that is really the fault of your marketing. Okay? If there's no discernible difference between you and your competition, then remember that price is basically the only variable that they have to consider. Remember when I was saying, if it looks like from your websites, like all things are equal, then that's where they're gonna default to. So that means the good news is there's some potential to really, you know, and there's always potential for growth, right? We're always growing and learning. And so there's some potential to increase the efficacy of your marketing. So that is the good news. So when you are looking at the customer, right? Know that they are not going to see what you see in your before and after pictures. So are you telling a story with it? Right? And educating the clients, right? So they can see the skill level difference and they can understand the process of what you do, right? And then also remember that you might be fabulous, all that jazz, the cat's meow, the bee's knees, the queen's jam, all that good stuff. But if you're not conveying it, could I think of any more um, little sayings there? That's all I could think of right now. If you're not conveying it, then no use. Even if you are an amazing company and your services and your products and the things that you offer really are transformative and really can help so many people. If the client doesn't know that, then it's it's a lost cause. So so many times we work as beauty professionals on our skills. I was just talking to some of my students and they're talking about you know the new services they want to learn and They want to take this class and get better with this or mapping or, you know, anything like that, right? But sometimes it feels good. We we want to do the things that we love to do, but they forget to focus on the marketing, which is going to bring the clients in. Regardless of how good you are, if it appears to be just another company, if it appears to be kind of the same as everybody else, and it's not separating you from your competition, then we really need to work on it. And remember that not only do you have the competitors that you need to separate yourself from, but you also have this thing called the Internet, which is sometimes working in our favor and sometimes working against us. And the reason I say sometimes working against us is because a lot of times the Internet has distractions. So we really need to stand out because Facebook's going to give them alert and an alert that somebody liked their picture or somebody commented on this or this happened or somebody's going live and therefore they click away from your website or click away from your social media post and they go to the next thing. So we have to capture their attention and remember, like I said before, give them a reason to take action. So we're educating them and we're giving them a reason to take action. So... I want you to take a moment and reflect on your marketing and start to think, is it just bland marketing, right? Or is it juicy? And what strategies do you need to fix your marketing message first? Again, sometimes we're like, well, maybe I just need to do Pinterest or well, maybe I just need to post more. Forget the tactical, go back to the strategic. What do you need to fix in your marketing message first. Are you educating your clients? Do they know the factors to consider before buying, right? If they have to spend like 20 minutes looking on your website, looking through all the frequently asked questions before they figure out what they need to know or how you're different or the factors to consider before buying, then that means we're not educating them. Right. So we need to always be thinking about what do our clients need to know to buy our services, right? Where are they at? There's another fun expression that says, in order to know why Jane Doe buys what Jane Doe buys, you have to see the world through Jane Doe's eyes. So that's kind of like put in anybody instead of Jane Doe, you could say Sally. So or you know, your customer. So in order to know what know before your customer buys what they buy you have to see the world through your customers eyes so we have to really get in and think about what would be holding them back so your assignment for today is to look at your advertising look at your website and look at anything that you put out there your social media is it obvious is it specific Is it quantifiable? Do they know what makes you different and unique? Are you educating them? Are you answering those objections? Are you repeating those things so that it's, remember, as we said at the beginning, it's getting into the reticular activating system. And we're really thinking about why they buy what they buy. And we are wanting to constantly be in front of them so that they're like, oh, there's that brand again. Oh, and she's really talking to me, right? It's like she knows me, right? So we are thinking about all of those things. By the way, the reticular activating system, because that always sounds like, what the heck is she talking about? That is when you continually see something, right? Like you're thinking about buying a car and then everywhere you look, there's people driving that same car. Like your brain keeps pointing it out to you, right? Or you're thinking about maybe you're pregnant or somebody in your family is pregnant and everywhere you look, there's something related to babies or something related to pregnant women, that type of thing, right? It's your brain saying, you know, this, this is familiar to you. And so it keeps your brain likes to say, is this a danger or is this familiar? And when something's familiar, you have good chemicals that go off in your brain, right? Your brain sends out positive chemicals that says, oh, this is something good, right? I know this, this is familiar to me, right? And so there's great association with it. So that's why being repetitive with your marketing to continue to, even though you feel like, well, I just talked about that three weeks ago, or I just talked about, you know, it feels too soon. Remember also on your social media, only about two to 3% of your audience actually sees your post. So it is good to keep repeating it, right? So think about those things because those are the patterns of the brain. And again, as I was saying, I want to look at your marketing, look at your website any brochures that you might have anything that you are putting out to your customers and try to look through it through the customer's eyes and if that is hard to do if it's hard for you to be objective about your own stuff which it is you know this is like our baby we give birth to it and so we love it so we're like oh it's beautiful um <laughs> even though other people are looking at it like that is one ugly baby but you could have a friend or family member look at these things and then you look over their website, they're looking at your website and you look over their shoulder as they're looking at your website and you can say, does this make sense? Do you understand what I do? Do you understand the difference between me and maybe somebody up the street? Get somebody that's really going to be honest with you. And that is not just going to say yes, yes, yes. When it's really not true. So that's what I want you to think about today. I want you to think about your strategic marketing message. And by the way, these are some of the things that we cover in the Elevate program. I actually help my students break down their point of difference and really get specific on it and get their marketing message tuned in. We work on your story. We work on connecting with your audience and get the foundation so that you can continue to attract more clients easily and do what you love so that you're not constantly stressing on the net tactic because you find systems that work for you. So it's then it's just easy. It's like rinse and repeat, right? You already have your message dialed in. It's just putting it out there. Also stay tuned because in a few weeks we'll be opening the doors for the Elevate program. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the beauty marketing simplified podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.